With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Imaginational Guru by Antonio Okasari Bates. Let's start this again, please. This is Peripheral Vision by Antonia Bats. I am honored to be a host at Perfect Kingdom Network. We are broadcasting out of Rosewood, Pennsylvania. You can also listen to the show by telephone at telephone number 724-444-7444. My ID number is 142659. The PIN number is one pound. And if you wish to speak to the host, star eight is the number to dial as you're listening. So if you'd like to listen on the Internet, please type in talkshoe.com. And then type in Peripheral Vision by Antonia Bass. Tonight's show is titled Learning to Understand the Respect for God and Most Religious Practices with Our Constructive Opinions. Try not to justify it, just maybe ask about it. Also, Home Invasion and carjacking. They are deadly, dangerous, and costly. Can we avoid it? Again, good evening, everyone. Before I go on, I just wanted to mention this is not coming from a religious standpoint, just from what maybe I have learned and what I can share with other people based on listening to some of the all other broadcasts on PKN when it has been discussed about people, how they will criticize people upon going to church when we should be going to any type of practices involving God with an open heart versus tearing down other people. So this had pretty much encouraged me to comment but bring up a little historical viewpoint Uh, of things that I have learned. I've learned through sometimes uh, my ability to go through accredited courses, just a couple, and learning about other religions in general and how they practice and what they practice without becoming a slave myself to any other practices that draw me into it. And I do not necessarily support anybody that tried to draw people in, but just let them understand the importance of God and God's love and that if they do understand Jesus by the proper concept 
they can understand why people have reason to believe that Jesus has a very strong influence on what God's love had brought us. So again, good evening. And I would like to say that many of the uh, people who have learned about religious practices and uh, the love of God since I've been able to come up through life uh, had been so prevalent uh, because of the viewpoints that other people had shared with some people. Some accept, some people accepted. Some people just want to learn about what the other religions have to offer. I've been approached with uh, certain religious uh, sectors who have uh, spoke about God's love, but they also may have spoke about things that I found that were man-made items. Say, for example, uh, the not to mention the religion, but some religions don't want to see you vote. But, you know, that's one particular thing that I don't believe that I could follow it uh, because I don't see where in the Bible, like they tried to justify that God especially did not want us to vote to make a difference to what occurs in the lives of the people who represent uh, my life, my family, my community, and so on and so forth. But no matter how traditional uh, we ourselves have personal love for God, there has been an acknowledgement or practices by many of us to in order to be able to understand why people do uh, accept spirituality. I've also been told that uh, God, you know, has still uh, addressed the uh, title by different other uh, religious uh, practices, by different names, such as like Yahweh and Allah, Jehovah, Lord, uh, through means of Jesus of Jesus Christ and the influence that was brought about him, uh, through Buddha, and so on, speaking of titles. Also, um, I've known that God has been known as a loving supreme being, you know, by pretty much the spiritual name that some people choose to address, trying to apparently get away from having to pigeonhole a name like uh, those different titles that I've been telling you that I've been hearing about. Don't forget, we are broadcasting out of Rosewood, Pennsylvania, and the telephone number to call in here at Peripheral Vision is 724-444-7444. My ID number is 142-659, PIN number 1 pound. To speak to the host, star 8. And last, TalkShoe.com. You can pick us up on listening that evening at Peripheral Vision by Antonia Bats. And last but not least, all you can do if you choose to listen to a previous show, just go to the archives and research the show you wish to select. So I'd just like to mention, I don't know about you, but um, me, myself, I was raised as a child to uh 
not to di- differentiate between uh, the different religions, but just to understand the one that you are accepted into or that your parents may have baptized you in. Sometimes we acknowledge how we can lovingly find fault with other people's perception of God or Jesus. So I will try not to be one of those people that will do by imposing my personal views on anyone else. But I will say that uh, early in my personal life, I learned the respect of the spiritual beings from beyond the light of God's love. Now, many people have historically found that um, there were spiritual documents of several different religions over the centuries were scattered across the the planet miraculously. Some were very meticulously entombed in very sacred um, covenants. Some had been found based on the fact that that was the only actual writings that were historically written at certain given times in certain given regions because there was not the sophisticated learning abilities that we had to learn as a culture or through the different cultures or just as human beings in general. Human beings have not always been as sophisticated as they could be by recording information. So we have definitely come a long way from writing scribes uh, that turned into parchment paper, meaning the paper that browned over time and sometimes crumbled. And those particular books have been treated very gingerly, some of them through the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., here in the United States, some of them through actual archived huge libraries, like we have one down here on the parkway here in Philadelphia, and they had been handled with kid gloves, as the saying goes. But realistically, white gloves that some people had been authorized to have the uh, reference material to remain there in the library through different catacombs of levels of books behind the main desk. They are very cherished, um, articulate, you can say antiques. And as a result, I'm sure there's a value placed on those books based on the fact that these have been findings that have been going on for many centuries that you never imagine that go very far back. But many people have also um, embraced those documents and have practiced uh, some of what they believe is the religious practices of those same documents. And the reason why we have to be particularly careful, because keep in mind, interpretations, not the word directly from God's mouth, have been the best guide that we have and the name of the game is to get with people who are really heartfelt in believing in the representatives to tell you the interpretations for the good of God and the good of what they would like you to understand that they have found themselves. So considering that there have been many clusters of people who have interpreted these in the form of stories, uh, in the form of uh, points of views, in the form of songs, uh, throughout spiritual revelations, 
and sometimes they had composed sacred books, some of them known by the name of uh, Qurans or uh, in some cases the Holy Bible, uh, in some cases, well, I should say in many cases the Holy Bible because that really encompassed many uh, Christian religions to my understanding. And uh, some of them have been interpreted through uh, other forms of uh, different literature that have had an influence on how they uh, make sure that they deliver the spiritual love of God throughout life and throughout time. And I do stand to be corrected if I refer to it as spiritual uh, love of God because, after all, some people can interpret it better than I can. Some of the uh, different uh, churches and or religions have their hierarchy who have broken away from others to form their own churches or religions, and as a result, it seemed to complicate things a little more, a lot more, really, and even had caused some of the churches to go at war with each other. Not war in the sense of necessarily physical altercations, but war of the sense of not understanding the fact that we have to stay maintaining the ground of being involved with God and the reason why God has us here for the opportunity for us to use our free will and practice what is right. Unfortunately, the um, the treachery of some of the hierarchy people who have misrepresented the good of God and of spiritual worship had created things like wars, um, definitely imposed death, uh, enslavement, and definitely physical and mental abuse of masses by some of the representatives, not all, of course, to some of the people uh, from previous religions especially during a very non-sophisticated understanding of God during several, you could say, centuries back. There is a saying that can be applied uh, to basically address some of the uh, hierarchy um, that goes like this. Uh, Power corrupts. I forgot where I heard it from, but I just heard it in general out there in the public. But this saying power corrupts can apply to also governments, sometimes, unfortunately, the abuse of uh, an occasional head of household in a family, sometimes in a case such as um, other forms of uh, the way people try to uh, feel as though that they should be appointed. Uh, you'd be surprised during recreational activities. Some people appointed in uh, hierarchies involving that. Some people don't want, seem to understand that you don't do that with the intention of uh, of trying to take the advantage of people, but more so trying to help them if you're going to interpret God and what God's good that God has to serve and share with you. So during the uh, different other things that can be, have, have been abused historically was during the, uh, for example, the slaying of women during the times of the witch hunts in Salem, Massachusetts. That was a very ugly time. 
that was during a colonial to post-colonial day, and that has been um, many of the what un- unfortunate situations that have been recorded as one of the uh, opportunities that people have abused power. There unfortunately have been uh, the abuse of power in the places of employment by either the employer, once in a rare blue moon, the employee, because, of course, of their limited uh, need to show some uh, influence over another employee or employees. So did you ever hear of the uh, time during slavery and early uh, American history of um, uh, people who came from the continent of Africa? Uh, there has been another form of abuse. And there was um, an unfortunate situation uh, as the slaying of Christians in Rome and the Colosseums, which have became an, another ugly consideration. And so considering that, um, I will say that that was another situation that was definitely a no-no, but it had occurred. Also, there was the slayings of uh, the people who were in the encampments in um, in Germany, the Jewish people, uh, which mounted into uh, the the multi millions, such as the same same situation of the people of uh, African American heritage uh, during the time of uh, of uh, the early American history, who was not put here. Uh, on, on proper terms, there was also there the encampments that were in America during World War II, when unfortunately, uh, when the uh, Japanese had bombed uh, Pearl Harbor, that caused Asian Americans uh, some major strife, and it has been recorded, and it had been people who have uh, pretty much rallied in behalf of unfreeing those people who were subjected to uh, barbed wire encampments here within the United States during that 1940-something time period for uh, that few amount of years. There has been um, some practices of some subservient children in, for example, Haiti by their own people who were naturally of that environment uh, there was also uh, the uh, slaying of uh, just so many multitudes of people. Say, for example, uh, what is the other one that I was, the one that I was thinking about, the present-day situation that people speak of a lot, uh, where people uh, have been known to sell, sell women into slavery, not only women, people in general, but mostly women, which is a very common practice because they are considering women as being frail and used to being committed to subserviency instead of being responsible adults amongst each other. Um, I understand that there's another saying, which I will definitely tell you, that has been shared by Brother Rob, which I'll ask him to really uh, bring it up to you um, as we go on, because he has um, definitely... Uh, been a, a, a person who understands that particular 
a thing that dealing with power corrupts, and as a result, I do feel comfortable with him mentioning that even more extensively than I would. So he will expound on it. But, yes, I've heard of so many practices of so many abuses in the name of even religions uh, throughout the centuries. And when I've heard of those, I couldn't believe it because most of them were performed by particularly individuals, not done in the name of God, but in the name of self-interest. But we can't let that turn around and let it disenchant us for understanding that God still has the last word. Now, that's a saying I've heard. And the masses of people within these religions usually do not serve on that same uh, floor of understanding. So considering that, there's still hope for this world because it's not the masses of people. It's just individuals who really have overstepped their need to be able to express themselves with legitimate grounds to say that they worship God and instead worship the demons within them, as they say. So despite all of that, I may have found out in time, I can say personally, I still see the good of honoring God's will because the world could have been destroyed by people and the chaos all of this had brought. Not only doesn't religion uh, necessarily interpret our lives, some said that is God's word and God's will that does, not religion. We as people just try to formulate a culture based on religion and religious practices in order to have a guide to hopefully fulfill some of those voids that we're not familiar with. I can say I myself am not a self-appointed or man-made appointed authority on God or religion or spirituality or Jesus or any of the holy books, but I do can say that I respect the interpretations. I respect the fact that I do learn how to listen and not to sit around and be critical in the name of being able to have that ability just to take the advantage of it. Because I've learned over in time that it's always better to be a better person. And for me, a better person meaning to learn how to listen to other people who definitely can let you understand why they do what they do and then go back and disseminate the information for yourself. I may criticize another person's worship practices for my own self or their relics, but as an adult, I do question uh, each issue first and foremost. If I did have a different idea of what they're really trying to tell me, I do not and I will not teach anyone else's children or my own, how to be self-righteous or judgmental. But I did hear that once in the Bible that there was a saying that went, uh, judge not or be ye judged. But also, I believe that we can also offer constructive criticism without being overly critical through understanding other people's religious views. 
Constructive criticism, for example, as I mentioned, um, was hearing that that particular religion that I told you about uh, did say that uh, they don't believe in voting. Uh, I can say, well, I do believe in it, and I have to believe in it for the reason that maybe uh, many of our forefathers and uh, the women have gotten out there and fought for the right to vote to be able to influence their own lives, not their religious beliefs. You can always believe in religion and still have a personal feeling of your own and separate that from the love that you have for God and the ability for you to be able to share what you have for God. Now, in our own personal lives, many of us known to have laughed at maybe as a child or ridiculed or humiliated, taunted, or sarcastically comment, even if it was under our breath, or whatever, a person, at least once in our lives, who are different from our own childhood uh, in the name of, uh, of, of being uh, just pretty much children. But as we grow and we learn how to become better people, we take that away from ourselves and realize that the name of the game is not to basically uh, tell anyone else that their lives are different or better than us, but try to understand how to become a better person. Because after all, we do know that saying karma may come to bite you back in the butt it can happen. It may not be you. Sometimes I've been told that that karma may happen to your children. That don't mean you have to feel as though that you have to live in fear if you criticize something or criticize someone, but at least maybe speaking from an adult standpoint, learn how to become a better person because after all, who's to say that if you do not learn how to become a better person, that, you know, the kids that listen to you, mostly your own, they may have to look at you in a different eye of uh, how to view and respect not only the people of the world, but even you yourself. So if you want to criticize and talk under your breath, just try not to affect another person's feelings, not in the name of being extra nice, but in the in the eye of understanding that criticism can also tear down a person's uh, self-respect, their dignity, and even maybe their respect for you. So that is pretty much where I would hope to be able to share that information with you, not to make you feel as though that I'm being judgmental, but based on the findings that I've heard over the years and through courses I've taken, through religious practices I've observed. As a result of uh, having had uh, understood those things in due time, I've learned that I myself have to sit back and understand why people do what they do. They don't mean I have to accept it because there are some things that are done in the name of religion we know that are really absurd. They're over the top. You know, some people try to justify sexual practices in relationship to religion. Now, realistically, you can sit there and justify it all you want to. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where 
someone says that uh, sex is pretty much a privilege and um, something that we need to use in order to place uh, God in our heart. We need to stop being um, uh, unrealistic. We really need to turn around and just keep sex as a separate subject and just view that as a viewpoint uh, item that you may want to discuss on another level at another time with another group of people who may have that in common with you if that's what you wish to do. Personally, uh, my mother has taught me at one time, um, be careful of discussing these three items. And this means especially most any and everybody, which is religion, sex, and politics. You may have viewpoints that are different than mine in some instances, but I will realistically tell you I have got to see, if not learn to live a little of listening to that particular piece of uh, advice she had passed down from what she has learned. And I tell you, even politics can sometimes make people act irrational, and it may not always be done in the name of what is good or in the name of human life. Sex, well, take it as you want to take it. Some people uh, have a tendency to feel as though that they can justify that, and as a result, well, I heard there was something called Sodom and Gomorrah because sharing yourself, uh, uh, you know, all of your personal life, especially outside of the personal persons that has been appointed to you, especially through matrimony, has not been the best, let's just say, way to give of yourself. Give of yourself to those who love you and who also are loving to you. If they would like to have an understanding, I understand they have professional people out there, uh, or at least people who say they're professional, who out there are um, basically counselors in that area. But even be careful of that, because at one time I do recall having had heard there were people who engaged in practices with their clients in order to enhance their marital situation. Thank goodness some of that seemed to have died down because I tell you, to me, that just justifies other things that may lead into other things. So each to his own, but be careful what you buy, as the saying goes. So coming from that, I would like to go into a particular topic involved with the subject of home invasions and carjackings, home invasions. I've done several shows on home invasions in the past. Yes, in the past few years, they have been very heart-wrenching. They have been very tear-jerking. You know, um, some people think home invasions are just limited to criminals, criminals who just like to go into your homes burglarize your homes probably, but over the years, they have been justifying home invasions by people who are criminal mind to just come in to take whatever you have and sometimes kill people 
in the process. I do not definitely uh, advocate on anybody uh, trying to burglarize or anything else because they're hungry, because there are other ways to get out here and uh, consult people and to network in a more sophisticated situation, such as uh, recreation centers, churches, uh, people who have um, gone to their city hall representatives, and maybe in the, some other countries who do not have all the luxuries of that, or they're not considered luxuries, but actually all of the abilities to be able to have some of that involved in their uh, town or their city, you may have to go another level of uh, downsizing the way you go about receiving help. Sometime if you get together a town group of uh, the various people who live in your town, have maybe a biweekly meeting and or an appointed person within your immediate neighborhood on how you all would keep an eye on each other's homes, that would be a very good thing to do. Some people do not have the money for home security systems like Guardian or ADT or uh, so many others that are out there and less expensive that can feed into the police stations or however they usually um, receive their security calls. Some people cannot afford to buy brand new sturdy doors to place over the front of their home or bars to put up at their windows and have them screwed into their um, their homes so that they can uh, make sure that they're screwing from the inside of the window versus the outside when you do have an invader to come through. I uh, had given a recent um, talk on another show uh, regarding the necessity for some people, uh, I'll speak primarily of the United States in this case, not only, um, or anywhere, if they receive uh, some money, you know, for example, like in the hundreds or, or, or up mostly, some people find it important to themselves to take from you what you may have. And some people just have an insane sense of believing what they're doing uh, when they invade your home as a justification for just being able to fulfill their mental incapacity. Keep in mind, this is the real world. And it's good without trying to make your children feel scared maybe to sit them down and let them understand what the real world has to do with keeping your home safe, teaching them how to lock doors behind them, how if they have a key on their being, they don't tell everybody their names and their phone numbers and uh, let somebody hold the key who's been watching them from a distance. Now I'm going to interrupt myself in order to bring on a caller and I uh, would appreciate if everyone hold tight and uh, let me go further about the issue of home invasions and the atrocities that it had to uh, offer out here that I can't even name half of them, uh, the, the situations that occurred. And, and no time flat in Philadelphia alone, home invasions were ba- basically increasing by the masses. That means your homes are less secure. So caller, could you please come in too? 
My sister. My sister. How are I'm, you, my sister? I'm fine, thank you. And how are you, my sister? I'm great. I'm wonderful. Enjoying your show. You know what? Thank you. Every time I hear you, I understand why, and you just make it live. The title, the Affirmation Guru. You give Thanks. some good information, very good information. Um, just touching on what you're talking, you know, your, your part about the home invasion, you are absolutely right. It's, um, it's happening more. It was, it was at one time they were invading homes, like the person lived in the home, you know, was uh, into the light, dealing drugs. The, the other folks was invading them because that's money they really, really can't report. Okay? Yeah. That used to go on. But what's going on more, it, it seems like, you know, it's for whatever, for the thrill of it all. And, you know, to take from people, or the elderly, um, it's it's been several of those situations, and that's really really sad, because there is so many different outlets. No one really really should be hungry for a day. There's someone yeah. that is going to help you. There are organizations that will help you if you are truly and sincerely hungry because your body lacks nourishment. But if your body is lacking the next pair of Air Jordan sneakers. And that's the reason why you want to invade somebody's home or cause them harm. And I'm not saying it's okay if you're genuinely hungry. I'm just saying there's somewhere where you can go if you're really, really someone that is lacking food. But if you want the things of this world, okay, that this society says, Oh, well, if you anybody, you're supposed to have this and you're supposed to have that. You know, you're supposed to drive a car like this. You're supposed to have the latest iPhone, you know, and you don't have a window, to, I mean, a, a, you know, the piatico, how the expression would go. You know, you don't have anything to even be at that status because you haven't put any work into yourself opposed yes. to, you know, Keep running fast towards foolishness and, you know, things that this world make you think that you're supposed to have. So it's just, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to go into it too much, but I'm enjoying what you're talking about because, you know, all this has to do, even though you begin at first talking about the different levels of, you know, that type of um you know, destructive thinking and, you know, hurting people. and But going into this, you know, you don't have to be. And I just thank God for your topic. It, it, you know, you're really touching on some really good, good, solid information here, and I'm enjoying it. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Now, um, Darlene Lawrence, could you please tell me the uh, dates and, excuse me, the days and the time yeah. that we have your show and the title of your show so that people understand you yourself as a wonderful representative uh, involved with just, let's just say, quite a few issues involved with the people who get out there and try to struggle every day. 
who represents the unions here in Philadelphia for several years and so on, uh, I really have to say I put a, put you on a pedestal for being adamant about trying to make sure that they keep their jobs if they're justified uh, in the yeah. investigation. And I'm just going to ask everybody, just for, just, for, just, for, just for one second, just yes. to hold that thought, um, we're going to make an announcement um, at the end of your show, um, okay. and it's going to be involving uh, Darlene's show. So we'll announce okay. her show um, at the end of your show. And we'll let everybody know where to tune in to hear uh, my sister, my sister's uh, show, Righteous Consciousness, and that's going to air tomorrow at 9 p.m. And that's all I'm going to say for right now about um, our upcoming show. And uh, Sister Antonia, uh, it's back in your hands. Yeah. Good afternoon. Evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, well, you know. Like my brother, my brother said, you know, I, I'm just going to say I'm Darlene Lawrence. I will be on tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. My show is Righteous Consciousness. I'm on every other Monday at 9 o'clock. And tomorrow night we're going to pick it up and we're going to talk about my brother and my sister. we got to get it together. Yes. Time for a little cast of oil, and that's going to be part three. And at the end of the show, my brother, my brother, Mr. Rob Hudson will explain more how you can tune in. So, my sister, if you don't mind, I'm going to hang with you for a while because I'm enjoying this. Well, thank you very much. And it's my sister, my sister, Darlene Lawrence. Thank you. Uh, And the reason um, she supports me on this matter, I'm sure, is because, like any of us, I don't care where we live. I don't care if we live in a a thatched hut roof. A straw threat that touched roof in the middle of Africa. I don't care if we live in a clay encompassment in Mexico. We have to be concerned about the security of our family and our children. So what do we do? It's easier said than done. When you don't have certain certain luxuries. So I'm going to speak from the very basic layman's way of being able to uh, try to form an opportunity to make sure your family and yourself, you all are safe. I know there was a saying, but when I was living down south, uh, people would always say, oh, those newsy neighbors. But the newsy neighbors can be your best friend. If they're nosy, let them be nosy. They may be the person to save your life. I don't care if they burn the midnight oil because uh, they don't have a means of watching television. So uh, maybe like they like to see a reality show, which is who goes in and out of your home. Keep your hedges of your home, like, you know, the different shrubbery and uh, all, all of that. Keep it trimmed low. If you have a porch light, if you have a light to the back of your home, if the sides of your home are confining and you feel as though that you would like to have some extra sense of security uh, by making sure you have those windows, which you have screwed from the inside of your windows, hopefully, uh, seem not enough, have a light that shines off of the top of the outside uh, beacon light of your home. Some people have dogs, but we know how dogs have been compromised by being fed raw meat, 
they consume it. They may be poisoned. So they beat nothing uh, because, after all, some of them, they will offer a nice, loud warning before going out to investigate. I had a dog once as a, uh, a teen, and, boy, I tell you, she was remarkable. She'd come flying down the steps uh, for the second floor like grease lightning, head first, and will chase, let's just say some, I wouldn't say would have been, but they actually had burglarized my home when my mother, they knew my mother and my brothers and I were in the home, and they probably walked past the window uh, and saw my purse sitting in the, uh, the, the sofa, on the sofa, and as a result, they felt as though, why not help themselves? They helped themselves to an electronics uh, piece of uh, hardware that played music, but that dog was definitely a blessing. And the point was, I was the dark dog lover. Everybody else, they just basically just enjoyed the luxury, but that's okay. That was my buddy. But it's not always guaranteed, just like really nothing is. For example, if you have a uh, safety security device that goes deep or that goes deep into the police, and it may be a faulty uh, wiring system or something which may prevent that. So that's why we try to have the backups like the nosy neighbors. Uh, we don't want them to feel as though that it, they have a right to approach us incorrectly. So we be the bigger person, just walk away from anything that does not seem positive. That's the best way to do that. Uh, but I will eventually cover uh, something additional to this uh, at a later date, and we're going to have the call of salvation by Brother Rob to come in, and then following that I will hope to touch on carjackings because of a situation that I've heard and I've seen many carjackings on a home security system, or excuse me, a business security system, but one which was really remarkable and I want you to understand this is a new thing that some people have going. So you be aware that out there, there are pe- people who are willing to take you down through carjackings. Thank you very much. Brother Rob, would you please bring on the call of salvation? Yes, yes, no problem, no problem. And uh, I'd like to thank you for uh, giving us all the information that you provided tonight and uh, also, you know, with uh, our sister, our sister Darlene Lawrence there. Uh, right, right there with with you, and also um, awareness of uh, a lot of things that we uh, don't know or we just don't have the information available. And uh, information is power, and it's, it's power is for is because it gives you knowledge, and with the knowledge, it kind of arms you with uh, what you need to know as far as taking care of uh, yourself in everyday life. Spiritually, you know, we we like to know that we have and that we are we are armed. We need to take with us spiritually. Whatever we have here, uh, uh, earthly possessions, uh, they are what they are. Earthly possessions. Mm-hmm. There's something that's only supposed to provide us a mean of comfort uh, while we're here in this plane. And when I say this plane or this this realm. Or this physicality. I mean, this this is all about our souls. When you say, you know, uh, okay, well, I, I feel this and, and I feel that. Imagine when you 
shed your earthly shell, what would your feelings be? What would you feel about? Would you care about a car? Would you care about money? Would you care about a bank account? Would you care about balancing your checkbook? No. What you care about is maintaining your salvation and your peace in the presence of your father, your heavenly father. One thing you had to realize and you had to recognize that there was a price that was paid, and he paid that with the debt of his son dying on the cross for our salvation. And when when he died on on the cross for us, he died so that we can have another chance, another connection with our Father, which we disrupted by idolizing false things. Now, right now, today, we idolize more of jobs, more of money, more of items than we idolize our spirit. We need to idolize spirituality. We need to get back into the good book, that book that was created, to let us know that, yes, we are, there is a connection for us. There is a chance for us to redeem our soul, to start anew, to make sure that we do not forget that we need to be connected to the Savior. And, when, you know, one of the things you need to do is you need to exercise your tongue. It says, I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. My Father art in heaven allowed his only begotten son to die for our sins on that cross. And once you repeat that, you can let other people know. You can tell your children, you can tell your family members, you can tell your friends. And let them know. There's many scriptures you can pull up. You can say, hey, you don't believe this here. This is what I believe. And this is what was done. And let them know that you're claiming your salvation. One of the things that, you know, one of the, you know, famous lines that has been said with, uh, you know, throughout history, put up a shut up. You know, a lot of people always want to criticize how other people live. You live your life, then let's see the example. Let's see you take that first step. Let's see you repeat the words out of your mouth. And the tongue is so powerful. You know, uh, I know a lot of people don't understand, you know, that just that phrase. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I wish that, I wish that. You're working a job. Oh, I am so tired of this job. And the next thing you know, you know, uh, there's no more work. You get laid off. You want to know why that happened. Well, you exercise your tongue. You know, oh, I'm so tired of this person or that person. I'm so tired of this family member or that family member. They had so much trouble. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. Next thing you know, he passed away. Oh, God, why did you take him away from me? Well, you know, you're using the wrong exercise in the first place. You know, a lot of people say, you know, oh, man, I love this person to death. You know, I don't use those phrases. I say I love you to life because you want to exercise the, the power, the power that, that is in your tongue. You know, when uh, Eve asked Adam to, to bite that apple, you know, she had to open her mouth and say something to where his knowledge 
when they were in the Garden of Eden. Just as well as the devil, you know, slithered in her ear and aware her of the knowledge of the apple. When I when I say these things, I, I say these things is not to to frighten anyone, but I just want everybody to be aware. This is you know, um as, as you learn more things every day, you know, everybody learns something every day. And and the knowledge you gain, you know, sometimes it's not for everybody. But when you pass it along and the way you present it, you are actually becoming an advocate of righteousness. When you become an advocate of righteousness, that that helps you, you know, being a living testimony. That's that's part of your testimony. When you allow and you allow yourself to be the living testimony where you can help and actually teach people. At this moment we're just gonna um Bring on our, our very own uh, Pastor Toy Daily. Uh, let's see if uh, she's ready to make any announcements right now, and then we'll get back to uh, Antonia's Bats program. So, uh, Chappie, are you here? I praise the Lord. Um, I'm here with you guys, and I'm blessing God for the conversation. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm blessing God for the conversation that is being held this evening because, you know, that that's why I love our information guru, Sister Antonia Batts, because when Thanks. she brings information, she breaks it down to you. You know, um, I if you don't mind, Antonia, can, can yeah. I sum up the first portion of, of – your your word tonight of the ministry you was bringing forth. Can I sum that all up real quick of what, what you were saying? I love for you it can all it. be summed up. This is the funny part. Because she said, it, it, and it was so funny because I was listening to you as you were putting it together and you were trying to make it so eloquent. And I was laughing because as you were talking, I kept hearing one scripture in my head over and over again. Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 3. Judge not that ye be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you again. And why behold you the mote that is in your brother's eye, but consider not the beam that is in your own eye? That's basically what she was saying to us. It's okay for us to believe different things, but we have got to get to a place where, okay, you may not believe what I believe, but understand I'm always going to talk about the goodness of God because he's been too good to me. But I'm not going to condemn you for not believing what I believe. And the reason I'm not going to condemn you is because the last time I checked, my name specifically was not on the deed to heaven nor hell. I'm an heir to the uh, glory land, to the kingdom, but my name is not on the deed of the kingdom. 
So I just love what you were um, expressing to everyone, and I love the information you were giving us on how to keep safe, especially with the change of the season. You know, we get careless with some things. So I just bless God for that for you. Um, and, and I'm going to, before I go with the announcement, I just want to quickly finish the call. And that, that, to finish that call, you have to understand that you have to make a decision to believe Jesus Christ as your Savior. You have to make that decision to accept him into your life. Yes. And then you have to tell someone that you made that decision. So somebody might be saying, what is it that I have to accept? Or how do I accept them? I believe in them, but I just don't know how to accept them. It's a real simple prayer. It's not even deep. And you can say it with me. The meaning behind it is deep, deeper than deep. But the prayer itself, the wording is not deep. You don't have to try to find biblical words or nothing like that. You can just simply repeat after me now and say, Father God, I'm a sinner and I need to be saved. I accept your son, Jesus Christ, into my life. Accept your son, Jesus Christ, into my life. I submit my will to yours. In Jesus' name, thank you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's it. And then you just tell somebody. You say, hey, I just asked Christ into my life. And then according to God's word, you are saved. Now, we always suggest that you attempt to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary. Not one where they're going to condemn you. Because the word of God says that once you give your life to Christ, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. But one that's going to allow you to heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world and grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. But if you can't find one, bless God. That is why Purpose Kingdom Network is here for you. So before I say to you to please join us tomorrow at Purpose Kingdom Network, I want to read a scripture to you, 2 Corinthians chapter 6. And I'm going to begin reading at the 14th verse, and I'm reading the Message Version Bible. I didn't want all the thither, thours, and thuses to cause anyone confusion. But I'm getting reading at the 14th verse, and it's in very plain, plain English. It says, don't become partners with those who reject God. How can you make a partnership out of right and wrong? That's not partnership. That's war. Is light best friends with dark? Does Christ go strolling with the devil? Mm -hmm. Do trust and mistrust hold hands together? Who would think of setting up pagan idols in God's holy temple? But that is exactly what we are. Each of us, a temple in whom God lives. God himself put it in this way. I'll live in them, move into them. I'll be their God and they'll be my people. So leave the corruption and compromise. Leave it for good, says God. Don't link up with those who will pollute you. I want you all for myself. 
I'll be a father to you. You'll be sons and daughters to me. These are the words of the master, God. So as we, in obedience to the unctioning of God here at Purpose Kingdom Network, come out amongst them, from amongst them, we are dropping the shackle of a pin number, and you can join us tomorrow at the 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on www.blogtalkradio.com. That call number to call in is 319-527-6091. Again, that number to call in is 319-527-6091. We will be broadcasting at 9 p.m. exactly with our sister, our sister, Sister Darlene Lawrence, and Righteous Consciousness. Again, we will be broadcasting Purpose Kingdom Network right at www.blogtalkradio.com. You can follow us on Facebook at Purpose Kingdom. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. We are praying for you. We are praying with you. My sister Antonia, I love you much. Great you. job. It's back well, in your hands. You. Thank you very much. And no, I tell you, I don't do it to feel as I'm privileged to love. I had to earn it, just like the next person out there. And I'm sure you all know what it's like to be loved by somebody who appreciates you. Um, I love uh, Brother Rob and I love Sister Darlene uh, for uh, coming on to the show and lending not only support, but their wholehearted help, uh, heartfelt expressions of how we all can learn how to appreciate and love each other. And considering um, the little that I can share hopefully mean a whole lot to the saving of the lives of various people. You know, I've been in the service myself, military you know, service, but the point is um, I've heard of people dying. Thank God I've never had to witness it or be a part of uh, creating it. I'm grateful to be able to share with you all the importance of why I had served in town watch in order to support the livelihood of hoping no one had to die where I would have to witness it since I have returned to Philadelphia years ago, Uh, not only here, but anywhere up and down the coast. I've always heard things, but I've always remained alert for the sake of being uh, basically in tune with what can happen out here because some people go through life with rose-colored glasses. That's a cliche, going through life with rose-colored glasses. In other words, your naivety can sometimes be your worst enemy. It's wonderful when your children are cute and shy and little, but try to teach them to become stronger and more aware of their surroundings, mm-hmm. it will be to their advantage. I would like to also mention a number again. If you all can bear with me, uh, the number tomorrow night on Darlene Lawrence's show, and as usual, she can um, lend you some of the most intuitive information with a strong heart. And please, do not forget to tune in tomorrow night on blogtalkradio.com 
B-L-O-G-T-A-L-K-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Of course, that's www preceding blog talk. Um, the number to call in is 319-527-6091. That's tomorrow, Monday at 9 p.m. Now, um, I believe there would be a PIN number that would be, or maybe it won't be a PIN number because there wasn't a mentioning of it. Maybe that only applies to my show tonight, but that's fine. But 319-527-6091 will be for tomorrow night's show with no PIN number that would accompany that. Thank you very much, Chappie. I appreciate your love, and I know that it's from your heart. And um, I'm sure with the love that you exude, not only to me, but to anybody that, you know, God has basically uh, be a, uh, a, a recipient of all the love that you can share and can receive would be appreciated. And I should mention, a month from now, when I come on again in April, uh, I will also be on Block Talk, and that uh, particular number to call in at that evening would still apply, which is 319-527-6091. That's the third Sunday and every month of uh, each month at 9 p.m. So I just wanted to mention to you, and God bless you all. I appreciate you all for calling in and definitely lending um, some of your viewpoints and definitely your calls of salvation to the masses out there. Um, But I did want to mention before I conclude, because uh, the importance of of the uh, home invasion piece, uh, something that you all may want to watch for, those of you who go to AMT machines, which are the debit card machines, in order to withdraw maybe a little change out of your, uh, well, change in the form of dollars out of your accounts for, you know, small usages or, you know, bigger usages, do yourself a favor. Don't go to an ATM machine skipping and dancing and uh, with earphones in your ears or at least remove one of them from your ears and have it at a reasonable value. You have to understand, some criminals, they um, study your pattern of changes, especially to and from work and or school and or home. And the more secluded the environment is, the more of a victim you become. Or you may feel safe and secure, but guarantee you, even if they didn't have the opportunity to see you come and go to and fro, it may just be a good night for them and a bad night for you. They will watch you as you would turn around and feel as though that you don't have uh, a care in the world and uh, you may go to where you're typically normally known to go because it's in your safe, in the safety of your hometown. But they don't care anything about your hometown because they can strike in a matter of no time, speaking of those particular type people. And there have been too many instances. People have sat in their car, searched their, through their purses, and or put they would come out of the car because they're in the safety of a car, 
go to the ATM machine just because it's right outside your car, and who do you have waiting for you, either in the bitch pushes or someone who's quicker on a draw than you are. The criminal mind has no limits, and they're becoming more stiltier and more manipulative as the time goes on, and you stop underestimating these people because some of them, they're not desperate for money just only because they have a need these days. Some just like the idea of being able to say they got easy money and from a moving target possibly. Don't become also a victim of what can happen if they were to shoot and kill you as well. Uh, There was a young lady, speaking of the uh, issue of home invasion, she was uh, in the possession of $3,500. How will a young woman with a very young infant child in her hands uh, be sought after by four guys, three who came in and infiltrated her bedroom where she got up and was holding a baby, and the one who was standing outside as a lookout? She, for all you know, could have discussed the fact that she had an income tax check coming in. And what do you think? that some people would say they'll say, okay, she had to earn income credits uh, that she supplemented as a result of being a young working mother. And who come from behind uh, bushes and into your home because most of the places that are typically out here, these are all homes here in Philadelphia, do not have security security devices. I guess she thought she had the security of a couple of young ladies who are teenagers who um, happened to be uh, put down in the basement, I believe, uh, and hidden away while she was uh, confronted by these um, three thieves. And, of course, what did you think that they did? They held her up at gunpoint. They slammed the baby to the floor, which the baby, I understand, survived very securely. And that was pretty much uh, the conclusion of what happened. And how did they know she had $3,500? People talk too much sometimes. We've all have been guilty of it one time or another in our lives, maybe, maybe even in the present. Uh, we have to let it be understood. We have to limit as to who we share, what we have. And considering that they normally know that you're at home alone, keep in mind, people pay attention to that. When you're at the supermarket or the stores, or places of business, like the banks, for example, um, if you have to have a transaction that have to be performed with a cashier is very nonchalantly handling your money, just ask, go to see the manager, talk to them if you feel those increments money that you need to be safe and secure about. Place a small portion maybe in your pocket. Another portion, ask a manager to escort you to so can be done in private. When people ask you over the counter, your social security number, you're familiar with that, and especially um, other numbers that are pertinent, but even more important, the amount you're supposed to receive back as a result of being uh, delivered to you. Make sure you have them to write it down, and if they don't cooperate, just nonchalantly ask to speak to the manager, tell them what you would like they who would operate more professionally, would take care of that matter alone as well. So um, I would also like to mention carjackings. The most recent one that I've seen was really amazing. Um, There was a person who had a $60,000 SUV, 
man-looking type of car, uh, pumping their gas. Someone jumped out of the passenger side of the car that obviously held more than one other person, jumped into their vehicle, which had the key, of course, in the car, car running probably, uh, and took off with the van while the person was still pumping. I understand it has been recovered by the police, but that doesn't happen all the time. Now, keep in mind, if they can act like uh, a thief in the night at, at the matter of an increment of, of microseconds, imagine if your child was in there. You know, we all have to learn how to use uh, our best uh, mindset. And keep in mind, if you have to go into the place to make a payment, Either lock all the doors of the car while you make the payment. Don't go shopping inside of the convenience store. If you want to grab something, grab it in a microsecond, lock the child in there with the window cracked if you have to, but you're really not supposed to do that too, I understand. But always try to seek out a place that is very well lit. And if you have to park in a very precarious way just to make sure you guarantee the safety of your child, do that also, please. So take your car keys with you, lock your car doors, preferably take your children, especially when they're very young, and do not lean over into the back seat to take them out of the car because someone may stick you up with your back to them while you're at the gas pump also at the same time. So you probably wonder how do you juggle it. Well, fill your car up before you leave a certain area away from your home. That's a start. So with that being said, I hope you take a few of these pointers, keep them in mind, and guarantee you that it will save the lives of some of you who would think before you act upon uh, what you think you should do rather than what you really should do. So this is Antonia Batts of Peripheral Vision, and I thank you all for having had listened, and I hope that many of you follow these procedures. Maybe one day I get to follow up some additional information to have you uh, take into consideration other things that you may need as a warning device to keep your homes, your cars, and even your public life safe. Thank you, and God bless. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.